Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you find yourself in the world today. I am nestled in cozy and very wintry Finland here for the holidays with my Finnish family and friends. And I'm happy to announce that after almost two years, my podcast episodes are back up on YouTube, which I think marks a really neat turn in my own evolution of owning it and being authentic in a world where there's a lot of pressure to want to look more popular than we really are. (laughs) I guess that's the best way to say that, you know, with social media these days and, you know, the embarrassment, at least that's kind of what it is for me or what it has been for me, the embarrassment of maybe not having an acceptable quote unquote number of likes or views after coming through that insecure thought pattern, I am just very excited to, to keep letting go of that idea that I need to be anything other than what I actually am, that I need to fake it till I make it, quote unquote, you know, because the truth of the matter is I'm not Tony Robbins, but that also doesn't mean that there might not be something that you hear in the course of these episodes that helps you along in your life to have a little bit more ease, a little bit more joy. And if, if that doesn't happen, that's okay too. I'm really starting to recognize and get in touch with why I create songs in the first place, why I create these podcasts in the first place. And that is simply to just share, share the world as I see it, as one person, one tiny being in this immense world, this vast universe. Because the truth of the matter is, this is all that's going to be left when I pass away. And so instead of feeling ashamed for some YouTube videos only having 20 views, it's a much healthier, in my experience, approach to really look at it from the big picture. So the reason that the YouTube videos came down in the first place is that when my husband and I uh, started to take my music career more seriously in 2021, we had hired some folks to help us with that, and they recommended that those be hidden because they had so little views and because maybe the message was confusing. What am I trying to be? Am I trying to be a singer or, or what, (laughs) or a self-help guru or whatever? Um, And it's, it's just feels very freeing to finally press public and uh, share those older videos again, because I actually started uh, a podcast. I started this podcast. It had a different name then. It had the name Escaping the Rat Race with Amy Leo, but it is on this feed. Uh, I started that in the spring of 2016, and it came from pure inspiration originally. And then somewhere along the way, a lot of overthinking crept in of how should I title the episodes and uh, what can we do to get more awareness? And it was having this flavor or this focus of how can I help people versus How can I just share what's showing up for me in the moment, right? People don't, no one needs my help. 
<laughs> and that is an awesome realization, right? Like I, I don't need to extract a sense of self-worth by trying to help other people. And I think that that's been a key theme for me over this past year. And I guess we can boil it down to the two words, own it. Own what you are. And with that, I think less threatened maybe is, is a good combination of words. Or I've been less interested in trying to change the opinions of those around me. I've been less threatened by ideas of living that are different than my own. I've been less interested in trying to get people to see it my way so they can live a happier life, right? I think that that's something that we can all get caught up in. Even if you never had ambitions to be a psychologist, a social worker, or a life coach, um, like myself, and I, I did come from a background of social work, but I definitely, for a period of time, really wanted to be more seen as, again, a, a life coach that's helpful, someone that is uh, inspiring other people. But, I'm, but I've come to find out it's more simple than that, actually. It can be more simple than that. So I want to just share some of the lessons I've learned over the past years I've done this podcast and... You know, the first one, I guess I've kind of already articulated it, but maybe not in this way. I've really learned that it's, it's not a big deal. Like failure is not a big deal. Rejection is not a big deal. Even criticism really isn't a big deal because people truly have their own experience of the world and it really has nothing to do with me, ultimately. You know, I, I have gone through a few failures actually since the start of this podcast. And I've also kind of downplayed the victories I've had because, you know, I may not be <laughs> great at being Tony Robbins um, or, you know, I'm, I'm not the next Lady Gaga. I've come to it slowly accept that that's, that's not in the cards for me. It doesn't mean that I'm going to stop singing and songwriting because I enjoy it. But again, that obsession with wanting things to be different really has faded away. And accepting what actually is and embracing the life I actually have. I'm really good at what I've done over the past 11, almost 12 years now as an insurance advisor. I've run my own business successfully. I've connected with clients. I've learned so much from people who are older and have more life experience than me. And I've also given them an incredible peace of mind by making sure that they had the right health insurance plan for them in the United States, because the United States has a very different health care system than other parts of the world. And, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about that. In my mind, that was not kind of, this is cliche and silly, but I don't know a better way to describe it. It just wasn't cool enough to be vocal about that, right? Like, oh, an insurance advisor, an insurance salesperson. My gosh, the only people that have worse reputations in the U.S. are maybe used car salesmen, uh, salespeople, <laughs> saleswomen, you know? But that is the opportunity that I came across in life that has actually 
when I'm really honest about it and reflect, it's been an excellent match for my skills. It has allowed me to live a work-life balance that is unimaginable to many people I've met, where for many years, I really just worked about three months a year and then was able to travel and do things and uh, explore mental well-being and create these podcasts and go on uh, singing competitions like The Voice of Finland and do all of these things I, I wouldn't have otherwise had the opportunity to do. So really being grateful from, for that from a genuine place and not just lip service really makes a huge difference. And I have to say, um, we just came through our busy sales season. So always the fall is an incredibly busy time. It's a period of time I've always had to actually be physically in the United States, even though my husband and I now live in the United States. But for years when he couldn't live in the United States, in the off season, I would be able to, to kind of travel and uh, visit him and uh, stay with him for long periods of time, even live in other countries. But it's a very busy season. It's exhausting. Um, you know, there's very little time to eat sometimes. Um, you're not sleeping a lot because you're trying to basically make a year's worth of salary within a period of less than three months. And this past season, even though the, there was still the same level or even more work than there has been in the past, it had much more grace to it. I was much happier. I was much more motivated. Yes, I had moments where I was tired, but I wasn't weighed down by the story of, oh my gosh, I just can't wait for it to be over because I'm so tired and I want to go back to traveling and making music and doing these other things. Like from the beginning of this season, I had that realization of embracing my occupation, really owning that. And that really made a difference in the quality of life I experienced during that really chaotic season where you're working 12 to 14 hours a day, you know, often six days a week, right? Again, you're really trying to crunch in a, a lot of work in a small period of time, and you want to make sure you're taking care of your people. And there's a lot of people to reach during that small period of time. And the funny thing is, too, I had more referrals this year than I've ever, I feel like I've ever had. <laughs> And, and so kind of an effortless success transpired over this past season that I didn't experience, uh, for instance, during the season in 2020, when even though there was less work because I wasn't driving as much, right, we were all locked down, but I still mentally, I was really fatigued uh, at the end of almost every day. So that's a huge lesson to see in action is really the impact the increase in my quality of life that occurred when those mental resistances and resentments just fell away. You know, I, I feel like this is what spiritual teachers mean when they talk about letting go or they talk about acceptance. And I've understood what that meant, or at least I thought I did intellectually, but to have this really lived experience, this experiential learning, I, I couldn't be more grateful for it, honestly. You know, another thing is too, it's like along with this, it's it's really needless to suffer because we have these unfulfilled, quote unquote, dreams. I've wanted to be a singer since I was five years old. Just because it's a childhood dream doesn't mean I need to suffer because I'm never going to be at the level that Britney Spears reached, right? That's, I'm really seeing the the senselessness of that. 
And for you, it's probably some other type of dream that you've had, whether in childhood or adulthood, that there might be a wishing that you were somewhere in your career yet. Or maybe you're wishing you found a partner and you, you don't feel like you found that life partner yet, right? Anytime that we're in a thought pattern of lack, of believing we don't have enough or that we're deprived of something, you know, it, it kind of comes with it a just an, an unsettled feeling. And so if we're the ones that came up with those ideas in the first place, maybe we don't have to be the ones that suffer because we're not reaching these ideas. We're not fulfilling these ideas. It doesn't make life actually any less fulfilling or exciting because you can play this mind game. And this is kind of what I've seen over the past couple of years is that instead of idealizing, which is one side of the coin, right? If I idealize my childhood dream of wanting to be a singer or idealize my adult dream of wanting to be a life coach, right? I can do that. That's what free will is all about. I have the freedom to think that way and to nurture those ideas and those thoughts so they're more present in my everyday life, right? So I, the more I think about something, the more that those thoughts automatically come to mind. Or I could look at um, the downsides of those things. So there are downsides of being that public of a figure. People's safety is in danger. You have to succumb to very rigorous schedules touring even, you know, that kind of sounds pretty exhausting, actually. Um, if I'm honest with myself and the lifestyle that I like to live, which is one that has, yes, work, but also, yes, rest and play, it's been fun to see when I go to the other side of the coin and I look at the negatives of that, how it kind of automatically creates a gratitude for what I do have and the career I do have and the opportunities I have right now that otherwise I tended to ignore or downplay because my mind was so focused on doing this other thing, whether it was trying to become a famous or popular singer or a popular life coach. It definitely has been an interesting journey to try to break away from that need for outside approval. And yet I do know that people really don't care. <laughs> they really don't care as much as I always imagined people would about my own dreams, faults, and ambitions. You know, everyone, to me anyway, it seems like everyone else is caught up in their own dreams and ambitions. They're caught up in their own problems. They don't really care about mine. And with that, it creates this, this freedom, actually, to just be and just see what keeps occurring in life and what fresh ideas come to mind. For me, that's what keeps life interesting. Those spontaneous realizations are really what have, over the past almost seven years or six and a half years now, have really assisted me in just living with a little more grace and ease and gratitude naturally. So what more can I ask for? 
What more can we all ask for?